brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're doing a Q&A episode today. I, I like these a lot. I don't know why. I, just... I do too. Um, I, I think what's <laughs> funny too, like somebody had a Q&A about a butt, buttonhole or something and I was like, I like it when we can send the podcast for the yeah, answer. Yeah, that can be nice. I love it. Yes. Okay. And then they say, oh yeah, I saw that. I just wondered if anybody else knew anything. So... Um, I have a, well, maybe this will be a tangent to start another episode with if we really need it. I have another linguistics sewing tangent. Okay. Um, to share. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna do it right now. So, the, um, I was listening to the History of English podcast, as I am wont to do when I mow the lawn, and I mow the lawn for like two hours, so I get to listen to like... A couple of podcasts. Yeah, you know, I have a linguistics thing that I'll tell you about too. Go ahead. Sure, you do. Of I course, do. you do. I do. Um. Uh, so. And I was saying, and it's really inappropriate. Go ahead. What's coming? What what the what the guy was talking about? What Kevin was talking about on the History of English podcast was about numbering and counting and things like that. Oh, we talked about this yesterday. Yes, yeah. and so it's a different thing. So anyway, I just want to bring up that there are these. Uh, Things they found at archaeological dig sites, there are these sticks that have notches in them. And they're like, oh, these were used for counting, you know. And they were called tallies. Duh, right? We all know the word tally, right? But tally is related to the French word taille, which is the word for waist and the word for size in mm-hmm. French. Yes, it is. So it's just like all, you know, it all comes together. I knew the word, I, I've known the word right. like Taya, I've known for, for waist well, and for and size. They, they have that on the patterns sometimes. Like, yeah, 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 it'll say that. So anyway, like that's, I just had never put together that it was basically, I believe that it is cognate almost with the word tally. Right. So uh, I, I just thought that was a neat little thing to do. And so many of our measurements 
of course, come from the body and ways of counting come from the body, but I won't get, like, you can go listen to his podcast if you really want to hear all that, but, uh, yeah. All right, so let's move on to our I don't first... get to say more. Oh, I'm thing. sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I See, forgot. she's not letting I me. Know, oh, and I know. What, well, say yours. this is just kind of funny mm-hmm. because you shouldn't say things that you don't know the full meaning of, Very right? Good. When you like, like, Okay. <laughs> so after having the same boat, correct, for 23 years... I got boat fever and I wanted a bigger boat, right? Yeah. Well, because our family got bigger. That's why. But anyway, so in so we need a cruiser. Okay. Because I want something with a cabin. Who and, do you not know what a cruiser is? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. So there's a cruiser cabin. Oh. And there's a cuddy cabin. The cuddy was new to me, right? Oh. <laughs> so we're down to we think we want a cuddy cabin. Okay. Right. And so I said, I'm saying to my husband, your father, right? I'm like, we could be cuddy buddies. We could be cuddy buddies, right? And then I thought, I don't know. I mean, I was awakened by the dog one night, couldn't go back to sleep. And I look up cuddy, and it meant what I thought, like small or a little space or something like that. Except in the urban dictionary, cuddy buddy is something else. Yes. Okay, so look that up. Yes. I thought you were gonna, you know. Okay, well, let's not let's not go too far into the into the gutter with Cause, this. Because because cuddy just means like small room or apartment. I was gonna, I was gonna so bring why up, wouldn't why couldn't you be my cuddy buddy? I was right? gonna bring up uh, like you know what it means to go cruising. So anyway, we won't talk well, about that. Well, it's Move, close to that. Moving on. Apparently, to, a lot of boat terms can can. Are we yeah. surprised? Are we surprised? No, no. Okay, well, yeah, on. but now I can't say that. Moving on to Beverly's question. Okay. We've only wasted four minutes of these people's time. It's fine. Okay. Beverly asks, Oh, yeah. I have made some shorts to wear under dresses using my M to M leggings. Love the fit. But how do I get the legs to stay down at mid thigh without riding up when I walk? Great question, Beverly. It's a really good, it's a, it's a like high impact question. Yes. Multifaceted yes. answer coming at you. Yes. In fact, yes. we have another, very, very good question. We have another question, but I don't know if this is going to take the whole podcast. So let's talk about this a little bit. Everyone's let's start let's start off with fit because Beverly compliments us. In this, well, well, right, she knows nice she knows that that fits her as a legging, a, and it's her. You know, it was made for her her yeah. shape. Yes, yeah. you so, know her measurements. I guess I should say shape measurements. Whatever, it's specific to Bever- right. Beverly. But I've had I've had it happen before where like I I can have pants that fit fine, but then the sh- like the shorts version you know can right, ride up right. Or, or be different, and so My, yeah, it it is something to take into consideration. So with the leggings, you take the thigh and you take the knee measurement. Okay, uh, when I say thigh, I mean up near your crotch. It's it's right at the crotch line. Yeah, yes. so it's kind of right at your crotch line. So that's what you get, and then you get your knee. Man, the variation in how fat and muscle are distributed on different people's thighs is is just well, so it, very unique because it determines a shape, yeah, and it determines a consistency, like a where where is it pliable, where is it not, where is it firm, where is it not firm. So, you know, you can't just say a leg is this shape and it's firm in this place and not in yeah. this place or whatever. So I said something that has helped me. With my thigh is at, and and my made-to-measure leggings have been to find where my thigh tapers down, okay? And then also, I make it tighter at that point right. to keep the garment down. 
Now, if it's too tight all around, it's gonna, it can also ride up. Right. So, so there, uh, I guess I want to say the answer is not, oh, just make it tight. Yeah, we, do, we don't have, we don't, right. Yeah, this is, this, the answer to this can be quite arbitrary. Yes, it can, it can vary, okay? Um, it can be unique. So one thing you could try if you're doing this is to make it tighter down there. The other thing is you might add the made-to-measure leggings. You know, the leg is basically a mirror image. It's a symmetrical pattern piece. Have you ever cut off a pair of jean shorts that you marked on the front and not the back, and then they ride up too high in the uh-huh. back? You might need to make them, like, a little longer in the back. Right. They not straight across That's is what right. we're talking it about. Might be a curve um actually, line. sometimes you ha- may need to make them longer at the inner thigh. Yeah. A little bit. So it's, yeah. it's it's you know, Take it is and I don't know like she, if she's having this problem, she uh-huh. knows probably where she wants them or has been yes. cutting them off. Yes. So maybe you need to like sort of study, you know, your thigh there. Now, I have a problem, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I know where to make my shorts cut off, okay? Yeah. And it is not mid-thigh. I have to go lower, okay? I do like mine. I have to go a little bit lower. Mine are, mine are almost, I'd say, like kind of right above my knee. I, that's what, a little I, higher than I, that, I think mine is two-thirds of the way to my okay. knee, maybe. Okay, But I cannot, for the life of me, make a boy short. Okay. You don't like that. It's the sh- it's, I yeah. think it's the shape of my leg, uh-huh. okay? I have very, very, very muscular outer like leg They're thigh. Very, 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 <laughs> well, very. I don't. I don't know. Very well, muscular. <laughs> well, I, I, okay, honestly, I have no fat. I'm so funny. Like I have no fat on my outer. <laughs> on your outer thigh. My yeah. outer thigh, or the top, or the back. I yeah. mean, my my legs are very, very firm. Okay. In fact, I've always been like that. Like just as I've been mm-hmm. a child, I had these like hard legs. No, when I but came, yeah. in my right at my crotch, there's that little piece of fat. Yeah, there's that. that I think everybody has. Uh-huh, of course. You know, and they just like the roll right up into roll there. right up in there. Yeah, yeah, I cannot I, do a boy short. So I used to wear a lot of boy shorts. I used to love boy short underwear and everything um, when I was younger, and I don't tend to like if when I gain and lose weight it doesn't happen a lot on my thighs I that happens to me in my belly um personally so my my legs have been sort of stable throughout my life but you know with with different things happening uh you know childbirth and stuff there has been some change in the thigh and I've noticed that going down farther really helps the other thing I want to bring up is the type of fabric. Mm-hmm. So I didn't ask Beverly what type of fabric she'd been right. using. But this is, if you're trying to use this as sort of like an anti-chafing short or sort of a cooling short or, you know, it's uh, it's it's an undergarment. Okay. What maybe. I was going to say is it might need to be more of like a power fabric. It may need yes. to be a fabric that's a more stable knit mm-hmm. and a fabric that is a slick swishy well right or what uh slick right what i'm thinking of is and they they call this usually like high performance knit yeah which means it sort of holds you in yeah it's it's like a power mesh kind of thing right and you can make those out of power mesh by the way i have right i have yeah sometimes if you're using just regular spandex so, or some sort of like what what do we call it leggings fabric know. or yeah. it's almost too soft. It's okay. That's yes. what I was gonna say. Yes. Like, okay. What if you made these out of DBP? I think they, in some cases, would not do the trick right. here. I'd want something that could be really tight and that if they're slick, then they don't 
uh, you know, when your legs come together mm-hmm. or when you walk, they can't pick up on one another and right. climb up each other. Okay. Right. So that's something that you need uh, to do. And that's, I found that with shorts almost my whole life, that the tighter the short actually, the less they'd ride up. So I, like I said, I just don't think it's, it's not like a unique problem, but it might be that you have a unique solution according to your body. Right. The other thing you can do is mm-hmm. actually apply something there. There's yeah. elastic that you can buy that has like a silicone or like a rubber stripe on it. Yes. Yes. Okay. And you could put that in your hem uh-huh. to go against your skin. Now she may not like that. A lot of people don't want it. They just want the fabric. You know, sometimes people will say I'm allergic to silicone and I mean, I guess you can be, but like silicone is is pretty inert. Is glass? Yes. You know, it's it's silica. Yes. So you might not be necessarily like allergic to silicone, but you're getting a contact. Well, you're but getting you may have irritated. You may be irritated the, by the texture. Yes, yes, you're getting irritated by that. And texture. and there is now, <clears throat> like Mallory said, silica. So and then there is also silicone. You just apply. Yeah, I. It's heard. like in a tube, yeah. and it's um. It's basically caulk. It's caulk. It's okay? silicone caulk. Yeah. It's caulk, but it can come like in a like toothpaste size yeah. tube. Okay. Yeah. And it and you can get it in clear and white and sometimes they think like dark browns or blacks right, or whatever. Or color. Um I would probably just get clear because or whatever color they had. But I would get that at the hardware store. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes you can just put a little, you know, a couple of stripes or whatever inside that leg. Right. Okay. And um, that will do it uh, for inside you. Inside the hem. Of right. The, right. Was, inside the hem. You, you said want that it, and I thought, you don't yeah, want it on the inside of your leg. <laughs> so you want it down at the bottom at the hem. Like maybe, you know, two or three little rings of it, you know, going around the inside of the hem that come up right. like an inch or so. Yeah. So the length of the leggings, you know, in the made to measure leggings, you know, it is something you can play with. But I will say that. Part of the reason that they are, like, staying down is because they go all the way down to your ankle. It's right. just, like, the nature of any kind of trouser like that. So when you cut those up, make sure maybe you need to leave them longer in the back. Maybe you need to leave them longer on the inner thigh. Uh, maybe you don't need to taper them quite. Maybe you don't. Be, maybe, maybe you do. Maybe you do. <laughs> well, because the thing is, is you're tapering to the knee using the knee yeah. measurement. Yeah. Maybe you need to measure, you know, Where, up your six inches from you your knee and see what that is coming out as yeah, so, and do that number there. Okay. So in the class, you measure from that, like, crotch level to the knee. Right. So in this case, measure from crotch level to that mid thigh, and, and, and see if that can and, make a difference, and measure the circumference there. See it, if there's the, a difference. There's a whole lot of variables here because, like, with, when you, when they're long, they're being held down lower on your right, leg. Right, right. You just, know the stretch. It's it's like those handcuffs that are made out of bamboo or right, whatever that straw, right. where you pull them and they tighten on you. Yes, that happens with leggings. So that can be useful sometimes. It's right. like we like we like it, you but, know. But you're like missing that now. Yes, like you don't have that pull do. at the other end down by your ankle and your knee. And that was actually brought up in a discussion about uh, trouser slopers. Like mm-hmm. make your sloper full length. Yes. Don't make. Don't when you are trying to like make a right. muslin of a pair of trousers, make them short because you could be missing out on problems that could arise when they're long. Right. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Then go to make a pair of shorts. Right. You're gonna have to, um, you know, do some special things. So, uh, you you will have to take some things into consideration uh, as you go there and just experiment. And like I said, I think the fabric makes a difference because my cotton okay that 14 ounce cotton spandex. 
that L.A. Finch had, and they don't have it right now. But I freaking love that fabric. Okay. Now, I, would you make a pair of I could make uh, a pair of, of shorts. Shorts like that? I would. Mm-hmm. They might not be... Well, I don't know. I kind of like the cotton in the summer, actually, yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, everybody's got, man, everybody's got different preferences about that. So, um, but I'll I, tell you what, the cotton, if if you're using cotton spandex, pre-wash, pre-wash, do pre-wash. Yeah. And do put it through the dryer. I really think so. I have had. Oh, if you had some. I have had cotton spandex over time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is not feeling comfortable anymore. It'll still fit. Do you know what I mean? But it won't be as Man, comfortable as when I, I made just, it. I just love those. She leggings. loves that. Actually, those yeah. are falling apart now because yeah. I've worn them so much. Like they, uh, yeah. And it's been years. Uh, but I, I love that fabric. And those would just be I, I imagine wearing that like as an undergarment. So, okay. Any more tips on those leggings for making them? It. I hate to, you know, give you a bit of a non-answer, but the answer is it's okay to have that problem and your solution's going to be unique. Right. Yeah. So. Right. So there's all, every, like almost everyone has that problem, except there's, <laughs> you know, 42 solutions to yeah, it so or whatever. Don't, don't just take one and then wonder why it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Try, try a few. And maybe you when right you're thing. wearing them and it does happen, kind of think about what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people can like wear them them for a while and they don't write up to like after an hour or so yeah so you know is whatever. it the recovery of the fabric is right. it the way it's cut yeah okay we'll take a quick break and come back and answer another question zd what's your favorite way to measure yourself with my easy check tape measure so tell me a little bit about this it's the only way to measure myself why, I think. why is it so magical well, because there's a slide on it uh-huh you actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap, and the slide remains on the place that you've measured. So if you're trying to measure your arm, right, or your underbust, right, or your thigh, or your head, or your head, oh yeah, the head right. definitely. Well, <laughs> and you know, measuring yourself is one thing, but even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically. Where the measurement is, and so if I'm, and this happens to you, that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh, my gosh. Right. And where with this, you know, it, it the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. didn't have to put his hands on the person right. or whatever. Also, this tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't measure from the 60 end. You have to measure from, from the, the zero, one end. From the zero, zero end. Right. Yes. Right. And I said 60, but, um, you know, it also has the millimeters on the other side, too. So yeah. you've got... Um, you have imperial, imperial and you have metric metric uh, right and so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh and you just don't want to be fumbling around well and i think you know the thing is don't order one because if somebody <laughs> sees it a husband or right? a daughter or just a friend i mean honestly 
at Christmas time, I would put this like in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to like send away to college with people, things like that. Where Fabulous. You, you want yeah. something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at sewhere.com slash tape measure. And you can check it out for yourself. Sewing out loud. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We're back. All right, our second question came with a photo, so I'm going to kind of describe it a little bit, but uh, you can also see it in the group. And this one is from Amber. Uh, She posts a photo of a very chic-looking person in sort of – the the trousers aren't – they're kind of baggy, you know, is is what I would say. They're they're easy-fitting, loose-fitting. And she says, these are the Berta Vagabond trousers made from silk. Is there anything else I could make them from that would have the same drape and weightlessness? Or do I need to get over my fear of silk? So, first of all, is there anything that could, like, drape like that silk? Close yes. to it. Close to it. Um, and it depends on what silk you're talking about, right. okay? So silk is just not silk. So we're going to help you get over your fear of <laughs> right. silk right now. In fact, that maybe could have been a – I know we've mentioned this before, but that maybe could have been a podcast – Okay, sometimes the expensive fabrics, the fabrics you've been made to be like, I'm so afraid to touch this because it's so expensive. Or when people go, silk is slick, guess what? Not all of it is. Not all of it. Yeah, yeah it just depends. Um, it Silk can, you can have a silk knit. Wool, you can have You can have like, um, uh, a silk satin. You can have a silk this. You can have a, a silk that. So don't be afraid of silk on its own as a fiber it's not inherently hard to work with just because it's silk no okay but you mentioned wool yeah a lot of people be like oh i don't want to touch that wool and man i've gotten some high quality like a wool coating Mm -hmm. easiest thing to sew easiest thing to make myself look good like and i don't know why most silk (laughs) that i have ever used has been extremely easy to work with yeah I, i mean um you know, the worst fabrics I've ever worked with are the ones that are inexpensive. What I, Here I go again, my Halloween, Halloween fabrics. fabrics. You know, they might be made to look like silk, but they aren't. And they're, you know, they don't. They snag they just really don't, easy. Right. They it. just don't have all the good features now, we, that. I, now. I like it for something. Yeah, you I know? use it. I'm yes. not saying I don't use it yeah. and, and all that. But, um, you know, silk. Now, silk may 
frighten you because of the price. So they frighten you because, yes, if you're wearing it and you spill water, you'll get a water spot on it. Right. Right. But I always wash my silk, Mm pre-wash, just like I do everything else, so that I know I can wash my silk again. Yeah. Okay. So you, you know, you pre-wash it, but if you order a swatch, okay, or because she says, you know, I guess in the magazine or or the picture, wherever she's gotten the picture from, it says they're made from silk. But if you order that fabric and you feel it, um, you're going to feel, oh, this is a little slick, or it's not, or you're going to feel. A lot of silks have kind of like, especially like drapey silks like Uh, that, I think, they have more of like a fine sand like finish to them. Well, I've also seen a lot of lightweight silk twills. That's true, okay. too. Yes, and yes. And twills can offer up some of their own challenges. Right. Uh, it's a less stable weave than right. your normal over-under tabby weave. But I like them. They're a little bit more durable. And I've seen some lightweight ones. But, yeah, don't be afraid of silk. And it is a rather um, it's a rather durable fiber. Um, silk is weak when wet, yes. strong when dry. That's right. So it's not like, I mean, I would be careful with it, of course, if it's like $30 yard fabric because that's expensive and I wouldn't maybe go well, mow my lawn in it, it or d- something. It depends on but... what you're going to do. And, you know, silk is an, is organic or a natural fiber. Yeah. Therefore, it's liable to light. Right. You know, it's liable to moisture. So, you, you know, you need to think of all those things. Yeah. So, you there are other fabrics. You can look for a rayon uh, mm-hmm. that would be drapey like that. Rayon is, um, it kind of straddles the line between natural and man-made. It's, it is made from plant fibers it's from natural. cellulose. Uh-huh, it's cellulose. But it's so processed that a lot of... Right. So, know, it is it is like they get a big bucket of liquid cellulose cellulose and they squirt it through these dyes that make cellulose threads right and then they weave that thread yes so it's 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 wood it's wood it's wood yeah it's It's pulp it's it's cellulose and (laughs) same same with uh you'll see something like tensile Uh um which is just uh what else do they call rayon there's another word oh man well, starts with a V, doesn't it? Uh, viscose. Viscose. There we go. Viscose is um, also rayon. Yes. So same and thing sometimes there. you'll see something that says viscose rayon. Mm-hmm. It's like that's really repeating itself. Right. It's f- fabrics are weird. Here's the deal: like sometimes there are taxes or yeah or regulations or re- so, some yeah. sort of um, what do you call them? Um, you know, when you tax something, what do you call it? Tariffs. Tariffs on something. And it, like, if it's on, there'll be a tariff on cotton. So instead, they'll call it Ramey. Yeah. And it's cotton. But yeah. there's no tax on Ramey, but there's a tax on on cotton. So, you know, learning to read those and what those mean. Nowadays, you just Google it. Yeah, I would yeah. say that if this if this picture, where you got this picture, if it's mm-hmm. on a blog or a magazine, if it says it's silk twill or silk this or silk that if it gives some more specific information let that guide your search right but you're looking for this drape 
and this hand. So any fabric that kind of has the drape that these, you know. I mean, uh, I'm thinking she might like a rayon with a little spandex in it even. Well, and you what, know? I, what, yeah. what I'm saying is any fabric that's got that drape in hand right. might offer you the same challenges no matter the fiber. Some polyesters are very slick and tricky to work with. Oh, yeah. You know, they've tried to mimic them to be like a fine yeah. silk, and they – Go overboard on the slickness somehow. I don't know how they do okay, that. Okay, well, we have that silk satin that we made a wedding dress out of, and then people go buy the stiffer, like, poly satins, and that stuff, that's the stuff that sheds and shreds. Well, and, and, stuff, your, and, your, you know? and your wedding dress is almost charmeuse. Like, it's... It's, it's very lightweight. It's very yeah. light, very soft, where Hillary's is a silk satin, and it is a... Stiffer, yeah. So she had a stiffer like a type wedding. Satin. Yeah, she had a stiffer that? wedding. So you know, they both had silk wedding dresses, and yeah. the and the hand and the texture and the drape were totally different on them. Right. But then I think about that poly silk. I'm like, that stuff, that Halloween fabric. Yeah. That's some of the hardest stuff to sew. Well, it's like crinkly and doesn't bend. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, you like put a needle through it. Well, and, like and the crap, other thing is, you know? I, sometimes I don't know what they use to print on it. I swear it's paint. Uh, yeah. You know, like. And, and this isn't like this isn't saying that like you shouldn't use it. Or oh anything. no, I, I find it challenging to well, use. Well, and, you know? and, and you know, it, you, absolutely, you get what you want out of it. Yes. I mean, it might be what yeah. you want, mm -hmm. but um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I those pants. I looked at him and and you want something drapey. Right. I don't know how heavy, but I I went through like a rayon pant uh, period. Yeah, where you. I had it was almost like a modified harem pant. It had a little bit of looseness like around my hips and my thighs, and I made them tighter in the leg. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, I wore those for like four or five years. That was like I would make myself like three pair of rayon pants. Like every summer. So you when know. you look for fabric online too, if that's where you're shopping, uh, look for a bottom weight silk. Okay, yes. because that is going to give. Okay, you don't want everybody to like see through to your butt or your right, underwear or whatever, right. um, unless you do, and then you you know buy that fabric. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so look for that bottom weight silk, but yeah, don't if you've got. I mean, you, you don't this, want a silk that maybe somebody would use for lingerie. It's yeah, going to be too thin for if you. If you have this fear of silk, mm -hmm. I'm saying. Let's, you know, feel free to, like, let that go. It would be great if you could find some silk that you do not feel is outside you of your reasonable price range. Uh-huh. And, and sew on it. Yes. You yes. know. And maybe sew something that you have made a um, sloper for or you've already used sure. that pattern and you're happy with that. I, I'm not sure I would experiment on, you know, Two different factors at or a time. Sew yeah. yourself like a little headscarf or something right. and, and see, okay, well, this really isn't that different when I put it under the machine. Or maybe it is different in some ways, mm -hmm. but it might be different in some ways, not because it's silk, but because right. of the way the fabric is But if is you're woven. using good needle needles and good yep. thread, and again, we would sew our silk with polyester. We would not use silk thread. Yeah, that's what that's what I would do if I was making a pair like of silk pants right, right. now. It would, it would be, be polyester, metrosine type thread. So we, I would lay the fabric out. Um, fabric that is finicky. Sometimes you want to weight the fabric on mm -hmm. your table. We kind of tape talked, it down to the table. We talked about that, whether mm -hmm. it's silk or rayon or whatever. But if it is a little uh, shifty, mm -hmm. you may want to weight that down. I'd cut it out with my rotary cutter after weighting down the pattern pieces, and then 
you know, I would be using my sewing machine and my serger for finishing right. uh, the the seams. The, oh, that, you know, that was another thing. Let's just relate that We will post. talk about that for yeah, sure. Uh, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, the red, the red, red shorts. Beautiful red, red wool shorts. shorts. They were beautiful. And I, and I think she was in love with them. She really liked them. Yeah, I have to. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the person because it's just, I didn't I, write it down. I, I know. I can't um, either. But what she did was she had these beautiful red, um, were they wool? They were twill. I thought it was a, it wool, was a twill. wool twill. I okay. thought, yeah. So this twill was sort of a loosely woven twill. You could really see the pattern, okay, of the twill. And she'd sewn them together, but then when she finished the seam allowances, she serged them real close. And so, no, did she? Yes. Okay, so are you sure she didn't construct with the serger? Yes, I am certain. Okay. Okay. Right. No, she said, I sewed with the sewing mm-hmm. machine, which I think is a really good demonstration. Unfortunately, this had to be on her shorts, but it's a really good yeah, demonstration. Yeah, she only got to wear them once. Yeah, of the importance of seam allowance. So it wasn't just... You know, if she'd constructed them with the serger, yeah, this probably yeah. would have happened. But she also did sew it with the sewing machine. And what happened on this seam was, so, let me describe. Yeah. Yeah, what happened on the seam was the fabric completely pulled away and shredded, uh, pulled away from the seam. And it's probably because not enough seam allowance was left. Okay. And that is something you want to keep in mind with a woven um, any time, Amber. Well, okay. any any time. Uh-huh. Any well, and it, so then what she must have done is she sewed the seam and with the seams flat together. Yeah. So the so the whole the two pieces of fabric were enclosed together in that one serge. Right. So the way I would have constructed that uh-huh. is I would have cut out my pattern pieces. Yeah. Correct. And I would have went to my serger. And I would have finished all of my raw edges mm-hmm. before I ever put a seam together because she needed that seam allowance. Yeah. And that's why there is a 5 eighths inch seam allowance in your patterns and not like a quilt that's got a quarter. Now, I want to... Say so. But I do want to say I've done this before when yeah. I was new when I was newer yeah. to garment construction. I thought I don't want those seam allowances right. in there, so it's not. And I just want to. Now it doesn't mean say. you can't do that on a woven, but yeah. that particular woven was probably looser. Yeah. Okay. It, and that it needed more stabilization. I feel like I've told the story of when I right. constructed those home deck pillows, mm-hmm. or I constructed a pillow from home deck scraps, and I was like, I'm just going to do this on the serger, and I used a four thread. But it was the type of home deck that was sort of like a jacquard or, um, you know, something that had these larger fibers in this, you know, looser right. weave, and they pulled away right. from that. So it it needed seam allowance. So well, that's when I've and done it. I have constructed things, woven things that were like polyester or whatever or, you know, I don't know, with on my serger. Yeah. You know, I have, and I usually used a four-thread um, if it was a woven. And they were very durable, and they lasted. And a lot of times, that is what we do with Halloween costumes, because you're getting it all done at once. You're not worried about sure. it. Um, but the other thing um, is you never know when you're going to need seam allowance. Very That's true. That's the other thing. So, um, yeah, be careful, everybody. Seam allowance is important. And the thing that, I, that has happened recently, the experiences I'm having, is I've had a couple of quilters say to me, oh, my Look, my seam allowance, the one-quarter-inch seam allowance. If you're piecing a quilt 
and you have your one quarter inch seam allowance and you are not going back over that at with a quilting you know yeah, with actually like a, a quilting with when you're actually layers. quilting right yeah. when you're quilting your layers that can pull apart yeah that the one reason you can use a quarter inch is because that quilt sandwich gets sewn together and it you know holds those things steady right and the seams aren't getting any the, the um, of the stress so I, I had to explain that, and they're like, well, it said one quarter inch, and it did, but it didn't say to them, well, you should be quilting this so mm. that it's stable enough that I you don't see. have stress on your seams. I see. Because even washing that quilt, you'll have stress on your seams. Right, right, right. right. No, that's a good point. But, yeah, it was funny because, you know, I feel like that experience of those twill shorts sort of showed, okay, I've got I've got this information. She'll never forget it. No, she'll. It's a really good, a really good lesson. Um, you know, which is one I've had to learn before too. But you're thinking, okay, I sewed it with the sewing machine, and then I finished with the serger. I should be good. But when you eliminate that seam allowance on on a fabric like that, especially, yeah. you know, it can. You happen. know, we're talking about silk, and then we were talking about shorts, and I, I know, and, and shorts, and shorts, no, and, shorts. and I just. <laughs> It just hit me that I went through my silk short stage, too. I wore nothing. I, during the summer, I was this, like, exclusive silk short wear. Hey, do you remember when we both owned, and I think they're downstairs Oh, those still. silk. We both owned We have pink. one pair. Oh, we have one pair. Okay, they we, were beige. No, they're, I call that pink. Oh, okay. It's they're pinky, pinky beige. beige. Champagne, yeah, pinky kind beige. of. Yeah. We both owned a pair of these pink silk cargo capri pants right and they had ties at the at the yeah. ham and they had some so they I were had, really cute like i think mom had like a small and i had a medium or whatever Where i think i think at those? that point it was actually the other way around no no i no? think i was bigger you always still. had the bigger one okay. yeah um but no we bought them someplace like that was not expensive why did we buy the same pants what are are we? Did we? we? So, yes, we're so crazy. We we were like. Well, we, we buy both, the same stuff when we're not we together. Both sometimes want these pants. That happens, or we fight over the same fabric. I was or, in like yeah. ninth grade when that. Oh, happened. then you might have been bigger than me by yeah, then. Yeah, I think I was. I think but I was um, than you. everybody sort of passes me up at age like twelve or thirteen. In, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I I wore exclusively silk shorts, and you know I had to iron those suckers. I had to wash them and iron it. This too. is a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I was young, had a lot of energy. A lot of time yeah, to iron. Yep, 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 yep. But I was really cute in those, I thought. Well, I really liked myself. Get that crinkly silk that uh, oh, is that's supposed possible. to look crinkles. There you go. Yeah. Well, actually, these did not, silk didn't, silk does not, I feel like, doesn't wrinkle like linen. Like linen. Oh, yeah. my gosh, linen. All you need is your linen on your hot summer body, and it just, you know, right. presses those things. You, and supposedly that's an elegant wrinkle but you know explain that to everybody else sit, sit yeah. down in the car for right. you know drive somewhere. and it has like the shape of your butt your wrinkled belt. into it yeah, and yeah. Then, like your seat belt where it was right. across your chest or i whatever. also went through a linen dress phase i'm a sweater I'm yeah a, I'm a i went through a person, linen dress so phase I, there for a while too i feel I had like about i can feel six, my body pressing my clothes <laughs> my linen like into those shapes yeah so. okay everybody thank you so much for listening um thank you for uh posting in the self-sewn wardrobe group too and you all have uh, a fabulous time sewing zd take it away so long and so happy thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice visit sewhere.com 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.